Amen. Thank you, ladies. All right. If you have your Bible, you can be turning to 1 Corinthians, two places, 1 Corinthians 1 and Ephesians 2. 1 Corinthians 1 and Ephesians 2. I was trying to come up with a title for this for the guys upstairs. They always like titles so they can put it on wherever they put it on. And uh, so I came up with a couple of them and I felt like I'd been hanging out at Hobby Lobby with my wife too long. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, you know, I, I thought about togetherness, or together is a wonderful place to be. I know I've had to read that somewhere in Hobby Lobby. Together is a wonderful place to be. Doesn't that sound like a sign that you hang up? Anyway, anybody got one of those in your house? All right. Well, a family that prays together stays together. Is that, that in there? All right. But anyway, together is a wonderful place to be, or this, this one fits for several of your homes. We may not have it all together, <laughs> but together we have it all. You know, is that better? Uh, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. Another one is we're all in this together. I've heard that one a lot of times. Uh, on the bottom of a pile, of a dog pile or something like that, we're all in this together. Or if we lost, uh, we're all in this together. And uh, together is my favorite place to be. That, that sounds like you have to have your pinky up when you say that. Uh, together is my favorite place to be. But anyway, uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't go with any of those because uh, I do go to Hobby Lobby occasionally just because I love my wife. Whew. But anyway, uh, but I'm going to go with the biblical one, and it's right here in First Corinthians one ten. Says here, I beseech ye, brethren, uh, by the name of the Lord our uh, or the Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. I think the teenagers say they all speak the same thing at the same time. I think that's what they think it says. Uh, but that, that there be no division among you, but ye be perfectly jointed together in the same mind and the same judgment. So we're going to go with that, how to be perfectly jointed together. Uh, and before I get serious and spiritual and pray, I got two jokes for you. Uh, thought of a couple on the, on, on the togetherness here. Uh, and I was trying to remember, uh, I guess, decide which football team I wanted to slam with this one. But uh, I think I'll just leave that, leave that be right now. But uh, anyway, there was this lady, and she, she, she was all about the togetherness, uh, you know, for holidays and, you know, things like that. And so she was saying that when, when her relatives passed away, you know, they didn't sell, I guess, plots, family plots yet. So they just stuck you wherever. And so uh, she went, you know, I'm sure it was down south somewhere, uh, but she went to the, to the uh, graveyard, and she said she did some sprucing up, pulled some weeds, put some new flowers out, things like that, and she said, and while I was, I was gone, I was able to get the whole family back together, and so the relative said, you know, well, did, you, did you get a court order, did you dig up, they, no, we just moved the gravestones, <laughs> so uh, anyway, <laughs> they got the... <laughs> I don't know how good that worked or not, but she said she got the whole family back together. But uh, anyway, and another one, I, I've heard a couple of uh, anniversaries lately that's, you know, multiple years. We're, we're fixing to celebrate 32, but there's a lot of y'all that's like way out in front of us uh, and been together a long time talking about this together thing. So this couple had been together for 60 years. Anybody there yet? Close? Zeroing in? Couple? 
Uh, anyway, but six, close, real close, 60 years. They've been together for 60 years, a long time to be together. I'm sure they had all those signs. Together is a wonderful place to be. We're, you know, we're all in it together, things like that. They probably had them all. Uh, but this young man had saved up enough money to go to the Super Bowl, and he was sitting up in the nosebleeds. And, of course, he was using his binoculars, and he saw this elderly fella sitting on the 50-yard line on the front row. And there was a seat beside him empty, and he's like, and he kept watching and kept watching. So through the first quarter, nobody ever sat there. Second quarter come. So he finally, during halftime, went down there and said, you know, is anybody going to sit here? He goes, nope. Uh, not, no, no, nobody's going to sit there. He says, you mind if I sit there? That's fine. And he goes, well, whose seat was it? He says, it was my wife's seat. We've been married for 60 years. And uh, she passed away. He says, I'm sorry. He said, you, you couldn't find another relative that want to come with? No, they're all at the funeral. And... Uh, <laughs> They couldn't come. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my two jokes on togetherness, amen? But uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, being perfectly jointed together. And you've heard pastors say it, that he wouldn't pastor two other churches. He, that he thinks this is the most, uh, I guess, the greatest church in the world, and I concur. And, uh, and I believe that God has done exactly what that says. He's perfectly joined us together. He's put us together. And so we're going to talk about that tonight, how to be perfectly jointed together. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity we have to serve you. And Lord, I do ask you to be with me now, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, help me get this Bible study across, Lord, like you gave it to me. And Lord, I ask you to help us all, Lord, to do our part uh, to be jointed together perfectly. And Lord, not to get uh, out of joint, don't get uh, uh, in with a bad spirit, uh, or, or be involved in any type of slander or gossip or anything like that. Lord, help us to just be perfectly jointed together in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, so obviously, I believe our church pictures this verse. I believe God perfectly joints us together. That's why I think it's successful. Uh, that's why I think we're out of space. Uh, I think that's why when we get more space, we'll fill it up and just continue to have that problem of, of, of space problem. And why? Because I believe God has done this. And it's because of those verse, of the rest of that verse there, uh, they speak the same thing. Uh, we're not talking different doctrines among the pews. We're all talking about the same. Uh, we're not talking about different ways to do things. We're talking about the, the same. And uh, I believe God blesses that. And it says here that there's no divisions. Uh, now, there might be, again, that's why I stayed away from the football thing. There might be some sports divisions, but there's no doctrinal divisions. Uh, there's no God divisions. Uh, we all believe in Jehovah God. Uh, there's no divisions there, and that's why God can bless us. And if obviously, if you have those divisions, or if you have those uh, not same mind, same judgments, you're not going to be jointed perfectly together. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had anything out of joint, but it doesn't feel good. Uh, I've had ankles out of joint, knees out of joint. That was probably the worst. Hyperextended it backwards the other way. That didn't feel good at all for months. Um, and right now my elbow's kind of jacked up. Uh, it doesn't feel good. I want it to go back to where it's supposed to be. Uh, I, I remember a guy we had on the basketball team years ago. If he ever got hit right here in the, in the right shoulder, it would drop down about six inches. And uh, his little jersey would come off. Uh, you know, oh, Brazilian, Brazilian. And uh, we'd pop it back in, put his jersey back up, put him back out there. Go play defense. Don't shoot, but go play defense. Uh, that was his position. Anyway, it's not good to be out of joint. Ephesians 2, I think you may have your finger there. Let's look at verses 19 through 22. Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. It says, Now therefore, uh, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens, 
with the saints of the household of God, verse 20, and are built upon the foundations of the apostles, the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together, uh, groweth unto the holy temple of the Lord, in whom you also are built together in, for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So we see here that we're no longer foreigners. Why? Because in this church, there's from the, some from the north. No amens. All right, you want to keep it silent? <laughs> and there's some from the south. All right, good deal. I figured we'd speak up. Uh, but we're no longer foreigners. Uh, and we might have some different accents going on, but we're on the same page that Emmanuel Baptist Church is fitly joined together, even though some may be from the north, some may be from the south. Uh, and I think we maybe even have some Westerners in here that's come over. There's a few amens, all right, uh, and, and so forth. But God's fitly joined that together. And then there's some young and some old up in here. And we won't point out any fingers there or point any fingers there. But there's some young, some old. Uh, there's many different nationalities in here. There's some new Christians and some, we won't say old, but we'll say some mature Christians. Uh, there's, there's many people in here that are in different areas of service. There's some in here that's been, been saved a long time, some that's not been saved very long. There's some that's been uh, members here for a long time and some new members. Uh, again, we'll leave the, the football differences out of the picture. So we see that but this verse says we're not foreigners and strangers anymore, but we're fellow citizens. Uh, we're working for the same goal. God fitly framed that together, and we've built on that. And I like that part where it says that, uh, I mean, we're just built right on the foundations that the apostles built, and then the prophets, and Jesus Christ himself. Uh, so we can, uh, you know, we can talk about longevity, where we come from, where, where we, what we stand upon. Uh, we're not some man-made religion. Uh, we're built right there, fitly framed together. So we're going to look how to be perfectly joined together. Uh, number one, uh, let's go to, we're going to use our Bibles now. Let's go to Colossians 2. Uh, it's all right here in the New Testament, real close together. Uh, so Colossians 2, we're going to look how God fitly framed us together perfectly framed us together and has built us together according to the word of God. And of course, you've, you've seen all the verses I've read so far has the word together uh, in, in it. Uh, I remember how to, when I was learning how to spell that word in, in high school, uh, not high school. <laughs> I hope it was way before that. Uh, I learned how to spell that word in elementary school. And obviously my teacher used this, to get her. That's your goal, right? To get her, and it, it stuck. I mean, I've, I've known how to spell to get her all my life, and uh, praise the Lord I did. And so anyway, uh, I, I remember learning how to spell that, but that's what we, we see here, that God has put us together, fitly framed and built us together. Colossians 2, verse 13, it says here, And ye being dead in your sins, uh, and the uncircumcision uh, of, of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses. So we may be from the north, we may be from the south. Uh, we may be old, we may be young. We may be a new Christian, we may be a mature Christian. But we all can say that we, we're on the same page here. We were all in our trespasses and sins, and he quickened us together. We all had to get saved the same way. Uh, we may bleed red and black when it comes to football season, or orange and blue, or garnet and gold. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else uh, out there. Uh, but anyway, uh, we, we can agree that, hey, I had to get saved just like you did. 
uh, whether I be young, whether I be old, whether I be from the north, whether I be from the south, whether I be educated or non-educated, I had to be quickened together. Ephesians 2, Ephesians 2, uh, I'll start reading as you're flipping. Ephesians 2, verse 5, uh, right along the same line here. Even when we were dead in sin, he hath quickened us together with Christ by the grace, or by grace ye are saved. So this is one thing we all have in common. We're all sinners, and we're all saved by the grace of God. So when we come in here on Sunday, we're in agreement in that. Uh, I got saved the same way you did. Uh, confess my sins, ask Jesus Christ to save me. He did, and I'm on my way to heaven. You in agreement with that? Yes. Commonly fitted together, jointly together. We're all on the same page. And so when pastor references that, we can all say amen. We can all agree up and down. We all can feel that same uh, spirit-bearing witness that I'm saved just like my neighbor here is saved. The guy that sits on the same pew with me. We're all saved the same way. That's why we're perfectly fitted and framed together. Uh, the second thing we'll look at, let's go to Matthew 18. Matthew 18. Matthew 18, 20. Matthew 18, 20. And it says here, we're gathered together for our strength. So even though we're all fitly together and we're saved in the same way, just that, I remember the day I got saved, I was like floating. I was excited. There was tears shed. Uh, there was a great change in my life. Uh, but I've been saved now since I was 17 years old. Now I'm 53. So long time. You can do the math. Uh, so, I mean, that's, I'm still saved. I don't feel like that sometimes uh, because things hurt or I'm old or something goes the wrong way. Things like that. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm saved. Uh, so I need strength. Matthew 8.20 says this, For where two... Or three are gathered together, in my name I am in the midst. And so we come jointly together and fitted together and framed together as saved individuals. When we come down, we all need strength. And uh, again, that's a nut, one reason to pray for pastor. Uh, of course, for all the decisions he has to make, all the counsel he has to give, all, all the things that he does in study and preparation, uh, we ought to pray for him. Uh, but he, we ought to pray for him because his messages give me strength, and I'm sure they give you strength. Uh, I come ready. Uh, that, you know, you never, I would say, you can call me anything but late for supper. Uh, I, I want to be there when the food's being passed out. Same way with, with church. I want to be there uh, to get some strength. And so uh, we see here, if we're, where two or three are gathered together, he's in the midst, all right? Uh, so it says here, gathered together what? In my name. So in other words, if they're gathered together in his mother's name, there's no promise that he's in the midst. That's why this church is awesome, all right? Uh, we tell the truth here that it's Jesus Christ. He's the mediator between God and man, all right? There's only one way to heaven. And so if, if we're gathering in his mother's name, he's not promised to be in the midst. So I feel sorry for all those people that that's why they're gathered. So we can pray to Mary. And so we can rub some beads. He, they don't have that promise. They're not getting strength. They may be getting blisters on their fingers. All right? They may be having a dent in some, certain part, parts of their body. And they can say things you know, in vain repetition. But they don't get strength from that. Uh, we're fitly joined together because if two or three of us get together, he's in the midst and there's strength. If people gather together in the name of baptism, there's no promise that he's going to be there. There's a lot of churches out there that say you have to be baptized to get to heaven. 
And that's why they meet. So they can tell everybody that. But he doesn't promise to be in the midst of that. There's no strength in that. In, in our day and time, uh, if they gather together to get their worship on, there's no promise that he's going to be in the midst of that. And I probably can go ahead and guarantee you he's not going to be in the midst of that. Uh, but in our church, where we're gathered together, two or three of us, and there's way more than that here, he promises that he's right in the midst. And uh, that's where we get the strength is when pastor preaches about him and what he can do for us. So number one, we see that we're quickly joined together in our salvation. Secondly, we're gathered together for our strength. Number three, let's go to, uh, let me find this verse real quick. It's on the next page here. Uh, Romans 8, very familiar verse, Romans 8, Romans 8. So not only are we fitly joined together and framed together and built together, uh, common salvation, we all need strength. And then thirdly, we know all things work together for our sanctification, for our good. Romans 8, 28 and 29, it says here, and we know all things work together, there's the word, for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. Verse 29, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. So it says here that all things work together. It didn't say all things were good. It said all things work together for good. Uh, I've, I've, I've been through things that I, I wouldn't consider good, but it worked for good for me. Uh, there's people in our church right now going through physical things, mental things, things like that. They wouldn't consider it good, but if they'll let it, it'll work for good. God can get the glory. God can get the credit. God can, can use that uh, situation and let them be an example and let them uh, feel his strength, his comfort. Uh, that'll work for good. Number four, let's go to Colossians 2.2. Colossians 2.2. We're looking how that our church is wonderfully, perfectly fitted and framed together, built together, because we have that common salvation. We all need strength. We all need to be sanctified. So let things work together for good. And, and let it work in your life so you can be set apart and sanctified for him. Number four, uh, we, are to, we are knit together in the love of our service. We are knit together. Now, I've never knitted uh, before, and I don't plan on ever knitting in the future. Uh, but I get it. I understand. I guess you get some kind of sticks and you twist stuff together. Uh, it makes it stronger than just a regular string, right? Uh, that string can be popped. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I've had a big bass on the end of my string before, and pow! Mm. All right, but I've, I've heard of this stuff called spider wire, and what it is is it's knitted together, makes it stronger. Might need, might need to buy me some of that pretty soon. All right, uh, but anyway, it makes it stronger. It's more than just one strand. Of course, a cable, a metal cable, it's got strands. Gives it strength. And so we see we, we come together commonly saved and we all need strength and we let situations work in our life to give us that strength. And then that, what that does, that just knits our hearts together, knits our spirits together uh, and makes us stronger. And again, I've been here for a long time. I've seen, I guess, three church splits over the 32 years I've been here. I've seen garbage. I've seen all that kind of stuff. But what does it do? It just knits us together. Uh, why? Because Jesus still is the Savior. Uh, I, he still has a will for me, and I'm going to find it and do it. 
uh, and, I, and I love every individual in this building and pray for you just like you pray for me. And what does it do? It just knits us together, right? And it makes us stronger. So we see that uh, uh, Colossians 2.2 says this, that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love into all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God uh, for the Father and of Christ. And so we see here that all those situations that we go through, we have to apply Romans 8.28 to it. And if we'll come out on the other side, it's just going to make us stronger. Individually, it'll make you stronger. Uh, collectively, as a church, it'll make us stronger. I've heard pastors that come here say, I, I don't know of a stronger church uh, as far as standards, as far as giving, as far as serving. Uh, you know, they say, how do you get you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, pretty much same crowd. Uh, you know, again, we have some first-timers that are not here tonight. Uh, but that core is strong, and this is why. Their hearts have been knitted together. Uh, and in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, you don't have to turn there, but it says here, for we are laborers together with God. You are the husbandry, uh, and, and you are God's building. So it's woven. It's tight. Uh, you know, again, as, as uh, I guess, time, life has went on, uh, you know, I played baseball, and I was eating at Cracker Barrel last night. I told you, don't call me late for dinner. Uh, but I was eating at Cracker Barrel last night, and there was a baseball glove up on the wall. You know, they got all that old antique stuff there. And this was old school, uh, you know, about that size. <laughs> and, you know, big old fat fingers and things like that. It was old. And I was looking at the webbing on that thing. I don't know if I'd want to trust it, uh, especially as old as it was. It was probably dry rotted. Uh, but that webbing over the years has gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. And so, uh, it, it, wow, because that ball comes hard and fast. Uh, we had a softball activity Saturday, and Dylan Fox tried to kill me. Uh, I was pitching and grooved him one right down the middle, and he felt led to hit it as hard as he could, and it was coming right here about 105 miles an hour. And so it was catch it or die. And it and uh, so anyway, praise the Lord for that webbing that was tightly woven to stop that 105-mile-an-hour ball coming at my head. Because uh, this, is, this is the moneymaker, man. It's, i gotta, I got to keep this. All right? Uh, so anyway, it's tightly woven. So uh, it holds things together, keeps them from separating. And uh, we have to have that. So number five, let's look at another place. Acts 2. Let's go to Acts 2. Acts 2, I, I think you can agree that our church is tightly woven together as far as our love and as our labor. So number five here, we're looking at and seeing what God has to say. Uh, we are to give together from our substance. So we were knit together in love of our service. Now we see here we are to give together of our substance. Acts 2, 44 through 47. And it says in here, and all that believe or believed were together uh, and, uh, and had all things common, verse 45, and sold their possessions uh, and goods and patterned them all to the men as every man had need. Verse 46, and they continued daily with one accord. So we've seen several of these verses say one mind, one spirit, one accord, one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, and praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So we see here they believed together, 
and they sold all their possessions and gave together. Now, obviously, Pastor used this verse uh, at the beginning of the campaign, and he said that he was not uh, requiring, even suggesting that we did this. Uh, but he did say pray and just do what God said to do. And, of course, you saw the numbers, uh, and I, I saw them as they were coming in, uh, and it was just incredible. Uh, and so I believe that's why our church is perfectly knit fitted, framed, and built together because you got a people with a heart to give. Uh, and that's what they had. And so we see here a couple things that was taking place. They were all together, and they took care of each other. Uh, and, you know, there's, I don't know very many people sitting in this room that if, if, they weren't, if they were called by somebody else in this room and said, could you help me, what do you need? How, how can I help? Uh, and it would be done. Uh, and, and that's awesome. Uh, but we see here that they, they helped each other, but it says here, and they continued daily in one accord, so they didn't get all bent out of shape with each other, didn't get mad at each other, didn't hold grudges against each other. And it says here, and they ate, ate their meat with gladness. Now, that's easy to do, especially if it's good. Uh, you, you know, uh, I've, I've shared with some of you about woodpecker barbecue. Uh, it's good, all right, and I enjoy eating there. Uh, it takes a long time for me to get over there, uh, but I'll go there sometimes, why? And I'll eat that meat with gladness. Uh, I love it, uh, and, and so forth. And so they were even glad. Why? But they were glad because of singleness of heart, and they were praising God and having favor with all the people. So we see something, some things in common here. But then, what did God do? Because they were glad, and they were in one accord, and they were helping each other out, and they were con concerned with each other. And it says here, and the Lord added to the church daily, such so should be saved. Uh, so again, we see here, God is the one that builds the church, right? And so, of course, we need to go soul winning, and God will build the church. Just indicated that while I go, the teenagers had two saved today. And so those two might not come, but I guarantee you God's going to send us some visitors someday. Uh, he'll do it. Uh, so same thing here. If we'll, if we'll stay in one mind and one cord and, and have gladness. Uh, again, I know situations take, take place in our life sometimes that, you know, when your teacher may tell you, tell you to turn your frown upside down, all that kind of stuff. They're trying to encourage you. Uh, but we ought to do like David, encourage ourselves in the Lord. Uh, there's people that come and sit on these pews or these chairs, service after service, and have, have a smile on their face. But if you knew what was going on, you would say, how in the world are they smiling right here? All right, they got gladness. Uh, they're trusting God with it. Pastor's been preaching on that, on, on the faith. Just trust God. And so they say, we see here they were praising God and having favor with all the people and then the Lord said, hey, they got it together. They're fitly joint together. I'm going to add some more people to that church. If, if God looks down and he sees backbiting and arguing over, you know, a spot to sit in a church or a parking lot spot to park in in the church or I should have sang the solo or I should have been in charge of the ladies' meeting or I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have, why would he want to add to the church? Okay, but I believe that's why God does add to our church, because we don't have that mess. Uh, obviously, it'll be, it would be hot from here if it was going on, but I believe it's hot in your heart, and you don't let it go on. You might think it, but you tell the devil to go on back down to where he came from and leave you alone, and you react the right way, praising God, and, ha and that's how you have favor, and God will add to the church. So uh, we see here that uh, we're not a one-day-a-week Christian around here. We're a Christian every day of the week. And that's why God wants to add to our church. Number six, let's go to, uh, let's see here, let's go to Philippians. Philippians. 
Philippians 1. Number 6. We are to strive together for our success. We are to strive together for our success. Philippians 1.27 uh, another reason I believe that God blesses our church and it's fitly framed together. Philippians 1.27 says this, Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. Uh, again, that should be our uh, most of our conversation around here. Uh, again, we can allow our hobby to come in. Uh, we can allow our work to come in. Uh, we can allow maybe vacations that we, we go on, things like that to come in. Uh, but it should be centered around this. Uh, this is where God's going to bless. Only let your conversation be as it cometh the gospel of Christ. And whether it come or I come and see you or else I be absent, I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit, one mind. And here it is, striving together for the faith of the gospel. In other words, I believe one of the reasons our church is so tightly woven and perfectly fitted together is we've strove or, we've, or we're going about striving together. Uh, if it's if it's if it's somebody's messing with one of our members, we got their back, uh, and we, we'll stand up for them. Uh, if if you know somebody's, uh, I guess, accusing them, we're gonna we're gonna fight. Uh, we strive together, and of course, we have to fight the devil together. And uh, you see the prayer lists, and you see the unspoken's listed. Uh, that might be a wayward child. Uh, that might be a lost loved one. And sometimes, obviously, that's written down there. Uh, but we see that. And so that's how you fight together. Uh, you, you pray for them uh, and, and help and ask God to encourage them. You have a common goal. And uh, just like we all can agree, number one point, that we're all saved the same way, we can all agree this way, that we hate the devil. We hate the devil. And we ought to fight him. And so... Uh, we, we, we want to realize that we got saved the same way and we're, we're going to uh, leave this world the same way one day, but we ought to agree to fight the devil for each other uh, while we're here. Uh, number seven, go to 1 Thessalonians 4.17. 1 Thessalonians 4.17. So we are quickened together in our salvation. We are gathered together for our strength. Uh, we know all things work together for our sanctification. We are... Uh, knit together for our love of our service. Uh, we are given together out of our substance. We strive together for our success. Number seven, uh, we will be caught up together unto our Savior. First Thessalonians 4.17 Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together uh, with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we ever be so shall we ever be with the Lord. Uh, so just like we all come in here on Sunday on common ground that we're all sinners saved by the grace of God, one day we'll leave in a, off this common ground at the same time, if we're still alive. Obviously, we know the dead in Christ shall rise first, uh, but we see here we're caught up together. And so that's why we're tightly knit. We're not wondering, I wonder if so-and-so's coming with me. I wonder if so-and-so's coming with me. No, we know. Uh, that just like I know that I'm saved, you know that you're saved, and I know we're all going out at the same time. Uh, so we see that they're caught up together to be with the Lord in the air. And uh, we ought to be excited about that. <laughs> we ought to be pumped up about that. And uh, that's what helps us be rejoicing. And number eight, let's go to Hebrews 10.25. Very, very, very familiar verse. Uh, number eight, we should assemble ourselves together for sharpening. We should assemble ourselves for sharpening. Uh, and the Bible does say iron sharpeneth iron. And so, of course, uh, we ought not be the church police. Uh, 
following people around and cornering them in the bathroom and give them sermonette number two. Uh, you know, let preacher, let pastor do the preaching. Uh, you be the encourager. Obviously, if somebody asks you advice, say, well, this is what the Bible says. This is what I've, I've, I've felt like I ought to do. But again, don't be the church police. Go around. Uh, but it says here, not forsaking yourselves, uh, assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so sometimes you exhort one another just by being here. If you were carrying something heavy, it's nice to see somebody with some big old muscles on the other side. All right, all right this can be done. Uh, I'll get my side, you get your side, we'll be all right. That, that gives each other strength. And so, uh, you know, again, when you're building a church, starting from scratch, uh, you know, you got two or three members, uh, next, next week there's 10. That gives them strength. That gives them excitement. Uh, the next week it's 15 and so forth, and you see it start growing. Uh, Lord, praise the Lord, we have several hundred uh, that come with us, and that gives us strength. We assemble ourselves together, and it says they're exhorting one another so much the more as the day you see approaching. So we know uh, we keep all these things in line. I'm saved. Uh, I need strength. I need to be sanctified. I'm going to serve. Uh, I'm going to work. I'm going to do my part to work with you. Uh, we, we're successful. We're going to give out of our substance. Uh, and we're all going to be caught up one day to, to meet the Savior. But until then, we need to assemble ourselves together for sharpening. Uh, I, again, I've mentioned it already. I love to come and hear Pastor preach. Uh, it helps me. Uh, it, it sharpens me. Uh, but then also, I like to go out soul winning with people. Uh, that sharpens me. Uh, I like to come to, to, to men's prayer breakfasts and eat some pancakes, amen? And uh, I don't know if that sharpens me or not, but the prayer after the pancakes sharpens me. Uh, we ought to do that. And again, that's why I, I love our church, and uh, I like being a part of our church, and I want to assemble uh, together uh, and exhort one another till we see the day approaching. So in conclusion, uh, we see here we are, and I, I, I go back to one of my titles, we are all in this together. Uh, I'm proud to be a member of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Right? I, I'm proud to take our teenagers out soul winning today and watch them and, and uh, try to keep them safe, make sure they watch both ways when they go across the road and uh, you know, don't jump out of the bus in front of a speeding car, things like that. But anyway, uh, and, and leave Taco Bell when some crazed dude comes in there with a backpack and we're out of there. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I want to keep them safe, but I, I'm proud to be a member of, the, of Emmanuel Baptist Church, and we are all in this together. So in conclusion, just to wrap it up, uh, we are all in this together because we all are saved the same way. We are all in all this together because we all struggle with the world, our own flesh, and, in the, and even the devil the same way. So we're saved the same way, and we struggle the same way. Thirdly, uh, we stand before, we'll all stand before the Lord and give an account the same way. Uh, this is why I, I praise God for our church, because it helps me, because that day's coming. Uh, and, and individuals in here pray for me, and uh, examples in here encourage me, and I'm going to stand there one day and give an account for just me, not anybody else, uh, but this church helps me, uh, strengthen me. And then also, uh, we all surrender and submit to the Lord the same way. So if you're, uh, you know, you got that tightly wit, uh, woven uh, webbing of that glove, but you got one pop loose, maybe two pop loose, that ball sometimes can sneak through. Uh, I don't think everybody in our church is perfect. Uh, that's why we ought to pray and exhort. Uh, why? Because the devil's going to do his best to break the webbing. 
uh, to unknit us. So we all, all have to surrender and submit the same way. And lastly, we all are going to see our Savior's face one day the same way. We're going to get caught up. So my eight points here. Let's go over them real, quick, real quickly one, more, one last time. We're fitly, perfectly joined together, a great, great church. Why? We're quickening together in our salvation. We're gathered together for our strength. We know all things work together for our sanctification. We are knit together in love for our service. We are to give together out of our substance, and we are to strive together for our success. We are one day going to be called up together to see our Savior, and we should assemble together for sharpening until that happens. So praise the Lord for Emmanuel Baptist Church. I'm glad to be a part of it. I hope you are, and uh, let's continue to con keep doing our part so it stays tightly woven together. Don't let it, don't get it, don't let it get fragmented. That's what Satan wants. Uh, again, I, I'm excited about uh, uh, the building of the buildings. I'm excited about the uh, modulars that's going to start showing up here pretty soon. We can uh, use them temporarily while the buildings are being built. And uh, I can't wait uh, to see uh, a gymnasium full at a basketball game. I can't wait to see a, uh, a all-purpose building full of bus kids again in a great big junior church. I can't wait for all that to happen. And I believe God's going to do it. Why? Because he said that he will add to the church, but we all got to keep doing our part uh, to stay fitly jointed together. Don't let him fragment any of us. Don't get bent out of shape. Uh, don't, I guess, backslide and run from God. Uh, don't do anything like that because it'll get fragmented. It won't stay tightly joined together because I think God has perfectly uh, put us together. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day.